York's talk station with the king of New York. Curtis Lewa, 77 WABC. Oh, haven't we been down this road before? Welcome to the Lunchtime Edition here at WABC featuring yours truly, Curtis Lee. Every Monday through Fridays, after the 15-minute update by Bill O'Reilly, I do the rip and read. I give you commentary. No calls the rest of the time. I'm doing overnights, uh, substituting for the uh, Mama Luke, Frank Morano all week from 1 to 5. Hey, it's call-driven, call-driven. But I will tell you this. I have pain in my shoulder. I have a separated shoulder. But that's not why I am angry. You will soon find out, and so should all of you. But the big story of the day, U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi lands in Taipei, in the country of Taiwan, that we knew in growing up was Formosa. That's where we got our baseball gloves uh, from. If we couldn't afford a Spalding or a Rawlings autographed edition, we had the pancake mitts. And when you looked at the little tab inside, it said Formosa. Do you know that it was Formosa for one year? That was it. And then it became Taiwan. Chiang Kai-shek, out of here. The totalitarian nationalist dictator. And now it is a viable two-party democracy. But let me ask you a question, Diego. Now that... The Red Chinese have said that they will turn the South China Sea into a sea of fire. That they will surround the island of Formosa, a.k.a. Taiwan, as a result of the House Speaker's uh, visit to Taiwan. And by the way, can you believe this? The Biden administration said, oh, we had nothing to do with this. Oh, no, no. You know, basically, she's the leader of the United States now because, hey, I'm always in my basement, you know, pretending that I have COVID-19. Well, that's a great way of keeping him out of sight, out of mind, right? Oh, you know, it's one of these extended COVID-19 situations. Sure it is, Papa Chulo, Joe Biden. We'll get to that momentarily. But think about it. Everybody, oh, you harm one hair. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said, we're going to go to war against... Really? By the way, Diego, I know you are a super sports spectacular fan of Curtis Lewa. You love the NBA action. Uh, I love I love O'Reilly. He just went through the laundry list of all the money that those spoiled, egotistical, obstinate, pretentious stars make. Let's start with LeBron James. He makes $55 million in salary alone. From the L.A. Lakers. He loves to tweet. Can't stop tweeting, right? The New York Times even did his profile of his son. Oh, my God. This guy. Forget Bill Russell. Forget Will Chamberlain. Forget LeBron James. Forget Oscar Robertson. Oh, LeBron James Jr. will be the greatest super spectacular. Get out of here. And where does he get the rest of his money to turn him into a billionaire? Endorsements from the Red Chinese, right? Has he tweeted about Nancy Pelosi? Has he, Diego? No, of course not. Has Steph Curry, who Bill O'Reilly just mentioned, the MVP of the uh, NBA championships of the Warriors, has he tweeted? You know, he makes $80 million in all kinds of endorsements from the Red Chinese. I'm sure. Maybe, maybe he has Chinese finger cuffs on that has prevented him from doing that. And naturally, Steve Kerr, 
the coach who has everything to say about Trump, Republicans, gun control, abortion. You can't stop this Twitter head from tweeting. Steve Kerr. Yeah, has he tweeted about it? Don't harm one here. She's one of us. She represents San Francisco. She's our Nancy Pelosi, right? Steph Curry? No. Steve Kerr? No. Kevin Durant, $80 million? No. Yeah, maybe. You think the Twitter account is down? You know, they're based in San Francisco. They have a huge office there right off of the lower tenderloin, the tenderloin, the Michigan. No. Yeah, oh, I know what form of retaliation we should be taking for the cognoscenti of NBA action. It was previously a young man who grew up playing basketball in the projects of Coney Island. That's right, the Cary Gardens. His name was Stefan Marbury. He went to Georgia Tech. He left early. They said guaranteed stardom. And eventually, when his star had fallen, he became a New York Knick, and he bombed out the last thing we remember of Stefan Marbury as a New York Knicks is that he was knocking boots with an intern in the back of an SUV outside of a party in Westchester County and almost went to jail. And then he was exiled to Red China. Stefan Marbury, they built a statue to Stefan Marbury in Red China. They gave him a green card. For 11 years, he was the greatest basketball player of all time. American, that is. I think we should revoke his travel status. He should be prevented from traveling to his beloved Red China. All of these NBA guys and the owners who make billions and billions of dollars from the Red Chinese, and especially the NBA, the Nincompoop Basketball Association. No comments? Gee whiz, it's so quiet. And then, of course, uh, busting his buttons and bridges with pride, coming out of his quarantine, Papa Chulo, Joe Biden, who was heard right before his press conference saying, Andale, Andale, come on, I'm your Papa Chulo. Come on, invade the country. Come across the border. Andale, Andale, go right to New York City. That's right. We'll guide you exactly where to go. We're going to talk about that momentarily. But look at it. Zohari, we got him. Good drone attack. CIA took him out. Right in the protection of the Taliban outside of Kabul. Now, wait a second. Oh, didn't we give up Kabul? Didn't we evacuate with our tails between our legs? Wasn't that President Joe Biden who did that? Uh, you know, some there are like a thousand Zaharis there for Al-Qaeda. Now, once again, burying themselves into caves all throughout Afghanistan. That reminds me. John Miller, who is now leaving the police department. What a loss. Remember what he is most famous for when he was a reporter for ABC? He went over to Afghanistan. He went into the cave with the donkeys and the goats outside. Remember with the guy, the tall guy who could have been an NBA player if he actually focused his talents on basketball and not killing Americans and Jews. The Al-Qaeda leader, Osama bin Laden. Remember he was in that cave and John Miller said, what do you intend on doing? Killing as many Americans and Jews as possible. Oh, Bill Clinton said, no problem. And then remember, we had him targeted in Sudan. And uh, Bashir was going to turn him over. But Bill Clinton said, nah, we don't want Osama bin Laden. And in the midst of his Monica Lewinsky situation, when the walls were closing in because the blue dress with the stain emerged, 
What did Bill Clinton and President do? Send a few cruise missiles over and hit that aspirin factory in the Sudan. We'll get Osama bin Laden. Get out of here. Osama bin Laden was protected by all those Pakistani generals. Thank God for the SEALs going in and taking him out. Our so-called allies, the Pakistani generals that we send millions and millions of dollars to every, every year. And now the Taliban, who have taken over Afghanistan once again. Oh, you're a woman? You don't go outside. Hey, put the shmanta on. You know, you, you, you got to be burka woman now. You can't go to school. Uh, you're our concubines. You do whatever we say because men rule. Uh, and there's Joe Biden flexing. That's right. We'll, we'll find you on every continent in the world. We'll hunt you down. Get out of here. Don't believe the hype. Look over in Baghdad. The Shias have their own January 6th. They've taken over the halls of parliament. They're dancing every day to the Ayatollahs. Hey, Ayatollah. Which one? I don't know. Is he friend or foe? There's so many Ayatollahs that have lost it. How come uh, the uh, Iraqi government that we still support with billions of our dollars does not take those guys and put them on the Paradise Express and zoom them up to Al-Assad? Of course not. Because let's divide it. Shias, Sunnis, they all hate us over there. Remember Bush 43 and Cheney. Weapons of mass destruction. And I'll never forget our own Bernard McGurk saying no, no, no. A thousand times no. Do not invade Iraq with Saddam Hussein. But no, no, no. Everybody say, hey, he was part of the attack of 9-11. No, he wasn't. Oh, yes, he was. And Cheney kept saying, poll after poll, yes, yeah, you know, he supported. They hated Al-Qaeda, hated Saddam Hussein, and Saddam Hussein hated Al-Qaeda. So right now we have January 6th going on in Baghdad. It's like four days. They're dancing, they're prancing, and they say, death to America, the big Satan. Death to the little Satan Israel. Yeah, we did a real good job there. By the way, Diego, please let me know before we pass off the microphone, the 50,000 powerful watts of sound, to Lieutenant Colonel Greg Kelly, who feels as I do as Bernard McGurk does. What a waste. What a bogus war for nothing that we and others in the world are still paying the price for. And everyone's bragging, oh, we got sorry. Oh, yeah, the leader of Al-Qaeda. Are you sure? This guy couldn't find his way to the turlet. Oh, that's right. He was living in a house where they had an outhouse. That's where they got him. Bang! Hey, look, you know, they said they got him on the, you know, he was having a meal. He was out there on the porch, the deck. Boom! They caught him going to the outhouse. And then all of a sudden, boom, two heat-seeking missiles while he was wiping his tuchus with leaves. All right, we applaud them. We applaud them. But come on, really? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I warned him, I warned him, SOS, SOS to Congressman Lee Zeldin. I'm here, I'm ready, I'm ready to go out and campaign for you. I've endorsed you ever since my candidate, and my combat cheats, Rudy Giuliani's candidate, lost fair and square to Congressman Lee Zeldin in the GOP primary by about 20 points. Significant victory. Uh, we rallied round, and we all said, Andrew Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, Curtis, we will do whatever is necessary to get Lee Zeldin elected to take out crime wave Kathy Holcomb. Holcomb because she's full of nonsense. Two polls have come out back-to-back, belly-to-belly. And actually, if it was just based on the suburbs, and we're not just talking the home base of Lee Zeldin, uh, Nassau County and Suffolk County, 
but it was based on Westchester, the Mid-Hudson Valley, the lower part of the state, or even all red upstate New York, there's no doubt Lee Zeldin would be the next governor of the state of New York. And the first thing he would do, and I know he would do this, is fire Alvin Bragg and remove, do everything within his power to to deny the um, supermajority in the state assembly and the state senate of getting their budgetary desires until we get rid of no cash bail. We must elect Congressman Lee Zeldin. But it's what I've been saying. If you don't get 30% or more in New York City in the five boroughs, even though the entire state will be red, guess what? You will lose. I'm here. Here I am, Curtis. Uh, I got 30% against Eric Adams. Did the best uh, of any of the Republican candidates lately. Better than Nicole Maliotakis and better than the last one. Oh, he was a miserable candidate. Now he's traitor. Loda. Speaking of traitors. Hey, uh, Diego, did uh, Congressman Zeldin or his staff call me to come out there and help him in the boroughs to help him get the 30% or more that he needs? Especially I was the first candidate ever in the history of the Republican Party to win the Asian vote against the swagger man who has no plan, Eric Adams, right? And then all of a sudden, my phone blows up. Hey, Diego, you know, I only sleep like three, four hours in between shifts. I was substituting for the Mama Luke, Frank Morano from Staten Island last night. I had a great time, but I had to get some sleep. I wake up three hours later, phone, my cell phone is blowing up. That's what happened. Did a guardian angel, oh my God, I hope didn't get shot or... Or beaten or stabbed somewhere in the world, 13 chapters, 130 cities. It's going, danger, danger, Mr. Sleewa, danger. Check your cell phone. And then I see this political. New York Republicans are falling for Eric Adams? The swagger man with no blame. Even Diego. Diego said, what? And then I look and I say, which Judases are they? Because they're a whole bunch. You know, the former Staten Island Borough President, Jimmy Otto. He's working for Eric Adams now. Republican. Yeah, yeah. He's a Judas taking how many pieces of silver, Jimmy? But the worst one is Eric Ulrich. Used to be the leader of the Queen's Republican machine. He is now the buildings commissioner. Oh, my God. He'll be the first to go out in chains and shackles. Anybody who knows Eric Ulrich knows there isn't a corrupt dollar that he hasn't taken in his life. Now, there are two Republicans who have sold out. <gasps> say it ain't so. I can't believe this. Joe, say it ain't so. Joe Borelli. How many times have I been out there, Joe Borelli, you and I together? South Shore of Staten Island. Firm Republican base. And this article is about Joe Borelli lip-locking with Eric Adams. You know, I know he doesn't... Uh, you know, he doesn't promote gay marriage, and obviously he's not opposed to it. But is he going to actually marry? Is he going to have a divorce with his wife and marry Eric Adams? Listen to what he said to Politico. New York politics have been too often dominated by Democratic primaries, where the most extreme position wins, and the broader voting population is left in the dark. It's much bigger than just... The Democratic mayor, it's what nearly every single Democratic politician tells me privately, but is afraid of their Democratic primary voting constituents. There's been a shidduch. There's a marriage here between Eric Adams and Joe Borelli. Say it ain't so, Joe. 
Say it ain't so. Oh, when we come back, I'm going to give you a litany, a panoply of every different reason why the Republicans should not be supporting Eric Adams. And I'm telling you the truth behind the scenes. They want him to be a fusion candidate for mayor in 2025 to destroy our city more. You're hearing hearing it first from Curtis Lee your lunchtime edition. They are promoting Eric Adams to get Republican support in 2025. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. Yes, he's waiting for the night. Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan. The rising crime, a quality of life that is dissolving before us. As the exodus continues, what's first and foremost on the swagger man's mind as he is getting, hey, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, look, perfect, $5,000 customized suit with the furrow camels. Oh, you look gorgeous today, Eric. Sing it, J-Lo. Sing it, Jennifer. Whack, whack, Affleck. Boy, you'll drop him like a bad habit soon, and you'll go on to other conquests. But I have to use you, Jenny, on the block. Legitimately from the Bronx, from Castle Hill, went to Preston High School, although the diva of all divas. As opposed to AOC, all-out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the Democratic Socialists of America and the Justice Warriors who has never set foot in Parkchester, where she claims, I'm there all the time. Sandra Ocasio, we know you grew up in Tarrytown Heights, the very exclusive Tarrytown Heights, and you went to Tarrytown High School. But even AOC went to the border. That's right, she went to the border that divides the United States from Mexico. There's the California border. There's the Arizona border. There's the New Mexico border. There's the Texas border. Now, I didn't necessarily like what AOC had to say all out crazy on the border. You know, she had those fake tears. They have the children as the children in cages. Cages. No, no, no. No, 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 AOC. Well, okay. Forget the Sarah Bernhardt vapors routine. But at least she went to the border. Hey, Joe Borelli, you love Eric Adams so much? He wants illegal aliens to vote in New York City, huh? You went to court against him, thankfully, and defeated that. What is this love affair? Follow the money. Because you see what's happening, ladies and gentlemen, as you try to survive, as you put up your for sale sign, as you plan your evacuation to Florida. There's nefarious operations going on behind the scenes at City Hall. Jimmy Otto used to be the Republican borough president of Staten Island. Eric Ulrich, the Republican city councilman from Queens. And the GOP leader there are now working for Eric Adams, making a lot of dough. Follow the money, follow the money. And they're saying to Joe Pirelli and the other Republicans, come my little pretties, there's lots of money to be made. Put the window shades on, put cotton balls in your ears. And put a zipper on your mouth. Do not condemn. Do not condemn this anointed one, this savior of New York City. Not. So Texas Governor Abbott, Republican, 
fighting a one-state battle against illegal immigration uh, along the Texas border with Mexico, has offered, made a very generous offer to our Mayor Eric Adams and the Mayor of D.C. is that since you call us cowards, me and Ducey in Arizona, Republican uh, governor, because we can't handle the fact that your beloved president, Papi Chulo, Joe Biden, keeps saying, Andale, Andale, come in. Uh, I don't know how we're going to pay for it. I don't know who's going to pay for it. I don't know where they're going to go. But Andale, Andale, and all the illegals coming in say, Papa Chulo, Joe, he invited us. They hold up El Diario from their countries. They say, on Telemundo, right? Oh, he said, come, come on, come all. You're tired, you're poor. And then where's Vice President Giggles Harris? Wasn't she supposed to be the czar in charge of homeland security to prevent the invasion? Not. And so naturally, Abbott and Ducey are fed up. They're putting these illegal aliens on buses. They're not forcing them. But naturally, they say, would you like uh, to pound the Greyhound to D.C. and go see your papi chulo Joe Biden? Absolutely. I'm getting the hell out of here. It's 120 degrees in the shade in summer. Air-conditioned Greyhound bus with box lunches. And then we see them getting off the buses in Washington, D.C. And then it's up to them to get where they're going. But you know what was happening at the border? That's right, immigrant, immigration and naturalization officials, ICE, who Eric Adams hates, despised, this cold thugs, was giving them paperwork of the various choices they have in the United States as they seek asylum. Because, you see, as soon as they come across the border, they're saying, oh, I'm the victim of domestic abuse. Oh, MS-13, they want to kill me. Oh, the Norteños Sorreños in Mexico want to kill me. The narco-terrorists want to kill me. And then as they stumble and mumble their way through the asylum process, the initial process, they say, just give me a few minutes. I'll figure out a bogus reason why I should seek asylum. And then they're allowed in our country for a full year with an Obama phone. They're going to get social services. Eric Adams is going to put them up in hotels in New York City, in this sanctuary city. In the meantime, our mayor is not going to take advantage of the very generous offer. Governor Abbott has asked him to come on down to the border and see for himself. Come on, go where I've gone, to Nuevo Laredo on the Mexican side, which connects to Laredo over the bridge over the Rio Grande. That's where many of the trucks come in. That's where the fentanyl comes in. That's where a lot of the illegal aliens come in, right across the Rio Grande. Or it could be in El Paso with Juarez. I've been there many times. Or it could be any number of locations in Texas. And you know what Eric Adams said? Oh, I'm not going to go there because all that Governor Abbott wants is a photo op. Let me tell you something. If J-Lo or Beyonce were there, he'd be standing knee-deep in the Rio Grande as we speak. Our mayor, Eric Adams, only wants to be seen with celebrities. Not with Le Migra, immigration and naturalization, not with ICE that he has called thugs, and not with the peasants who are streaming across the border. Oh, no, 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 no. And by the way, Diego, you might make a suggestion to City Hall if he ever actually comes to his senses and takes Governor Abbott up on his visit to the Texas border, which he's never been to. Perhaps he can take his skidoo, you know, that jet ski that he was seen on recently out there near Marine Park, Mill Basin, where he had the white woman on the back as he went out into Jamaica Bay. Maybe he can have that transported down to the Rio Grande and go up and down, up and down and see for himself.
By the way, Joe Borelli, um, you want these illegal aliens voting in New York City like the mayor wanted? No, he's saying no. Why are you making love to him? Look at this political article. New York Republicans are falling for Eric Adams. They go through a whole litany of Republicans who are selling out. But they always keep coming back to Joe Borelli. New York City murder shooting spiked in July as part of a 40% jump in major crimes, including murders and shootings. My God, these stats have never been worse since uh, Bloomberg left office with the longest-serving police commissioner in the history of New York. Let me salute you, Ray Kelly. Boy, we need you now more than ever before. I'm going to let Greg Kelly know when he comes in here in the 1 o'clock hour. And then we had eight years of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who single-handedly destroyed the city that we love, who stabbed the cops in the back, who took out a billion dollars that they they never put back. Eric Adams didn't put back a penny. Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb has not put back a penny. The cops are being depleted. The cops are on the run. The cops are forced to retreat. Joe Borelli and the other Republicans who pretend that they're friends of the police are urging people, let's rally around Eric Adams and the next time in 2025 make him a fusion candidate like... The great Fiorello LaGuardia was over my freaking dead body. I'm going to actually propose to Mike Kumbaricic when Rudy comes in that the both of us go to Staten Island and have town hall meetings there and invite Joe Borelli and the other sellouts to come on the stage with us and tell us how much better things are. Recently, I was there to endorse Sam Pirazzolo as the Republican conservative candidate for the assembly seat being vacated by the Democrat Cusack. I was proud to be there at Staten Island GOP headquarters. I didn't see <clears throat> Joe Borelli there. Maybe he had something to do. Maybe he was going to dinner with the swagger man who has no plan, Eric Adams. Let me remind you, Republicans. Let me remind you. Did you see what happened at the Dominican parade on Sunday up on the Grand Concourse? Uh, you know, Eric Adams led the parade. Did you see who was on the periphery? Not in the middle where the Dominican, Democratic, sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys were there. They had to be because that's they get paid. They were told you better be there waving your Dominican flags. No American flags. Dominican flags. You know who was on the periphery as I looked at the video? Because I was here broadcasting all day. ABC always broadcasting. I said, this schmuck, this putz, doesn't he realize the Trinitarios? Are all around him going, yeah, Eric Adams, viva, viva Adams. And what did these Trinitarios do later in the day? As the parade was winding down on the Grand Concourse on 168th and Sheraton, they attacked the NYPD. The NYPD was making a collar. One of the Trinitarios was flashing a gun. That's how bold, that's how brazen they were. And they went in there. They went into that, 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 that circumference of Trinitarios threatening death and destruction to them, saying in Spanish, nothing's going to happen. We're in the Bronx. It's turned them loose. D.A. Clark, she's not going to do anything. And they started throwing blows. And they started throwing bottles. But the cops, man, they went back to back. I was so proud of the NYPD. Oh, they took a licking, but they came back ticking. Did Eric Adams go there afterwards and have a press conference? I am going to use every resource in the NYPD. What's his missing in action police commissioner Sewell? They say, we are going to track you down if it's the last thing we do. Of course not. Because look what happened recently on Burke Avenue 
right beneath the L of the number three and the five train. Did you see those cops trying to make an apprehension? Did you see the crowd turn on them? Did you see the women kicking the cops? Did you see them extricate that monster from the cops? He couldn't make the arrest. He's, they're still missing in action because they ran away. And everybody like jackals and hyenas were laughing at the cops. Hey, Eric Adams, when you make the rounds tonight at National Night Out, hey, hey, see if the cops got your back. See if they're proud of the fact that you and the missing in action police commissioner Sewell don't have their back. Hey, come on out to the 75th precinct. I'm going to be there, the killing fields, you know, where they put the guns in the air like they just don't care. By the way, where's his guns are? You know, the guy was ahead of man up who's ripped off like millions of dollars from the, oh, it's my guns are. It's right here in East New York. No precinct has had a more of an increase in violent crime, gun crime, than the 75th. Where's the guns are? He lives right there. I, I thought he was going to be calling the shots. You should be ashamed of yourself, Republicans, who jump on board with Team Adams. You, Joe Borelli, you and I, we're going to have to have a, a, a sit-down. Look at what else is happening to cops. Have you noticed? Off-duty cops are being robbed of their badges and guns. A few days ago, it was in the heart of Hunts Point on Barreto Street, right in the shadow of the old spot for the old U.S. Mint. They took the cop's gun and shield. Have the individuals been caught? Of course not. And what happened just the other night in Brighton Beach? Brighton Beach. We're not talking Hunts Point. Brighton Beach. Three men come up to an off-duty cop. They strip him of everything like a carcass in a Mojave desert. Have they made any arrests? No, of course not. Two off-duty cops robbed at gunpoint. Two separate nights, two separate neighborhoods of New York City. This has never happened before. Do you think that Eric Adams and City Hall has the backs of the cops? Hell no. And for any Republicans to want to be supporting Eric Adams for mayor the next time in a fusion ticket, because I know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, what does they say about Curtis Sewell? Hey, Curtis Sewell knows where all the bones are buried and who buried them. And I will come out there and personally bury your bones, Republicans, if you try to actually execute this. And on behalf of the Golden Arches, remember, that's where I started my career. I was the leader of the Guardian Angels up on Fordham Road in Webster as the night manager. And I battled off the thugs then and the thugettes. And there were no police because of the fiscal cutbacks at Koch. Had to lay off cops, firefighters, social workers, teachers. The city was falling into the abyss. A million people left the city of New York alone at that time, joined the exodus to Florida and parts unknown. And many of them were leaving the Bronx as it was burning down. And I defended my McDonald's workers, and they defended me. There's a documentary out there called Vigilante. Check it out. You'll see to the extreme measures we did, back-to-back, belly-to-belly, like the Three Musketeers. Look at what happened in Bed-Stuy, Do or Die. 23-year-old McDonald's employee shot in the neck. He may die or be on a respirator the rest of his life. He's in Brookdale Hospital. A mother comes in with a son. And gets into an argument about the food that she ordered. Her adult son pulls out a gun and shoots the worker right behind the counter. We talked about Jose Alba being attacked. And turn him loose, Alvin Bragg, imposing unrealistic bail against him. Siding with the criminals and not with the heroes who fight back. 
Do you think there'll be an all-out effort by the NYPD to find out the name, identity of others who have attacked bodega workers, deli workers, grocery store workers, fast food workers who are on the front line and are told that you can't fight back? God forbid you have a permit to carry a licensed pistol. We're more worried about what you're going to do as opposed to the criminals. And then there's an editorial that says the only truly safe Rikers is a closed Rikers. Listen to that. The only truly safe Rikers is a closed Rikers. Where are they going to go, all those criminals? There are like 8,000 of them locked up right now. Eric Adams wants to close Rikers. Hey, Joe Borelli, Republicans, you want to close Rikers too? What's up with this? Is it that shotgun wedding? Hey, look, I understand. There's money involved. You know, the mayor controls a lot of money. Discretionary funds. Has he promised all of you jobs? What a sellout. I'm going to sit down with my kumbada chief, Rudy Giuliani. You want to be listening at 3 o'clock today. Oh, yeah. I think we're coming out to Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and Manhattan, where few Republicans remain here in Manhattan. Rally round Lee Zeldin to make sure that we beat crime wave Kathy Holcomb and take care of all the Judases and the Utraditors. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. You know, sometimes I sit at home, you know, and I watch TV. And I wonder what it would be like to live someplace like, you know, the Cosby Show, Ozzy and Harriet. You know where cops come and got your cat out of the tree, all your friends died of old age. But you see, I live in South Central Los Angeles, and unfortunately... Oh, is this degenerate hip-hop rapper Ice Cube? What is he? Ice Tea, Ice Tray, Vanilla Ice. They should all melt down. Imagine, here he is on Law & Order. He believes snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. But he's a copper. That's how he makes his money. But because he believes in Puff Puff Pass, yes, Diego, you happen to be a resident of New Jersey, no doubt. You're going to be going out to uh, Ice Tea's. Ice T's licensed marijuana store. That's right, and apparently it's the first drive-through lane that opens up with two others. Oh my God! They're giving Ice T a license to sell marijuana in New Jersey because you see, Ice T originally was from Newark. Yeah, he said when he was growing up, he wanted to be a pimp, wanted to pimp those hoes. He said. And then he went to L.A. and said, eh, why pimp? I could be a degenerate rapper, right? I could do so much better. And then, look at him. He's a DT on Law and & Order. And he's slinging legal marijuana from a drive through lane like it was Mickey D's. Is this crazy or what, ladies and gentlemen? By the way, that McDonald's uh, worker, going to try to go see him at uh, Brookdale. You know what he was shot for? By the son, the adult son of the mother at that Mickey D's in Bed-Stuy, the fries were cold. They would have given him other fries. 
Instead, this is New York City circa 2022 as it is in the rest of the urban blue land of violence and growing violence. He got shot. He may be paralyzed and killed for that. But anyway, what are they doing in New Jersey and Trenton? Missing in action. <gasps> Murphy always half in the back. By the way, where is Governor Murphy? Uh, is he at his palazzo, his estate in Italy, $28 million estate? Because now all of a sudden his prosecutors, see, in New Jersey, uh, DAs are appointed through the governor's office by the state attorney general. There are no elections. So the local prosecutors are screaming to Murphy that he needs to step up and shut down all of New Jersey's illegal cannabis markets. You know, because there's a black market out there. They don't tax you. Uh, They offer you good quality stuff. And, you know, they'll deliver. And you know who signed on against this? Ice-T, of course. He's probably going to show up with baseball bats and want to put them out of business because it's taken away from his drive through business selling reefer. By the way, if you get the munchies after you score a nickel or dime bag, whether it's legal or illegal, with inflation, that's right, Joe Biden slash Putin inflation, depending on your political sensibilities, you may end up having the munchies. Diego, I know... Uh, I know at times, right, you're out there after Puff Puff Pass, you're getting hungry, like a lot of our listeners are during the lunch hour edition here at WABC. But the uh, groceries are so priced out because inflation that Americans like yourself, Diego, and so many more are relying on dollar stores to buy dinner, lunch, and breakfast. That's right, they're buying bulk items as grocery prices surge 13%. And that includes in places like Walmart, and Target, and they're not coming down anytime soon. More than 61% of people say they are now living paycheck to paycheck in Papa Chulo, Joe Biden's land. And can you imagine they're eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner from the products up on the shelf at the dollar stores? I mean, that's a recipe for early death, heart attacks, cloggage of the arteries, salt, sugar, the worst... And, you know, Perina, Perina Dog Chow, they must know something. They must know how hard times are. The people are living paycheck to paycheck. And we remember we went through one of these cycles with a former failed Democratic president, Jimmy Carter. Remember how the elderly on fixed income getting Social Security were buying dog food and cat food? Remember, we swore we would never go back to that time. Well, I guess Purina has figured out that we are going back to that time. So, Diego... Put this on your bucket list. Perina is now opening up restaurants in New York City in which they will be serving products that are low budget and may actually sort of resonate with people who love dogs and cats. And by the way, the question of the day is, are tattoos or hot pink hair still taboo in the workplace? Not in New York City. The big Fortune 500 CEOs that demanded of you, like Jamie Dimon, right, of Chase, you better come back to work or I'm going to fire you. And then the worker said, no, we're not. We're going to do our virtual work from home. And you can't touch this. And Jamie Dimon and the rest retreated. Well, guess what? If you were to show up all of a sudden, Diego, if you were an office worker, 60% of the office space is empty Monday through Friday. And you would say, boss, I know you want me back, but I got taps. From the tip of my nose to the tip of my toes. Look like I just got out of Sing Sing and I got pink hair. Can I come back? Not only can you come back, we'll give you a bonus. 
We'll give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner that you don't have to buy at the dollar stores. Deal. Sign on the dotted line. This is crazy.